Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. Uh, the best way to do any podcast is to decide which team to talk about right before you said welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. Yeah. So Listen, I got notes on all of them, though. It's fine. Yeah, I've been studying. I've been studying. At this point, I'm pretty locked in on the league, much more than I was when we started. Yeah, But uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so we're talking about the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are another team that moved up slightly when I redid my power rankings a couple of days ago from the ones that I originally did a month ago. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, kind of like Buffalo, which is the last podcast we recorded, I don't know the order that these are coming out, um, even though they actually moved up a little bit in my rankings, that doesn't mean I'm very high on them because, to me, this is, team is all about Bill O'Brien, and, and I do not trust Bill O'Brien. I do not like Bill O'Brien, uh, not personally, but as a, certainly as a general manager. And I think that he's just making bad decisions and he's ruining Deshaun Watson. And it makes me very sad. I think this team is the opposite of like the Rams two years ago or certain teams where people are just assuming that they're automatically going to be bad because they correctly hate Bill O'Brien. They yeah. assume that this team is going to be terrible. And like you've said a couple of times, like this is still a team that has, you know, a top five or a top six or seven quarterback. This is still a team that has tons of good players on offense and defense. Yes, they're, they're as incompetent as Bill O'Brien is. He's a much worse executive than coach. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like he's not a good coach, but, you know, he's gotten, you know, a really yeah, if a he was Tom as bad Thibodeau a coach situation. as he was as a player, they'd go two and 14, even with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Like that's how bad, you know, I mean, so. I'll say this, this what's different about this team to teams like the Bills, for example, or the Browns or whatever, is that this team's over under a seven and a half. And to me, that's way too low because the AFC is very weak. Seven teams have to make the playoffs. And I don't understand why this team is seven and a half when the Bills are a nine, right? I mean, it's such disrespect to Deshaun Watson. Two to 53, are the Bills better than Houston? Uh, you know, you can make that argument. Coach, uh, front office, are the Bills better than Houston? You can definitely make that argument. But mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson is an MVP caliber quarterback, and, you know, Josh Allen is not. So that's my sort of immediate takeaway about this team. But why don't, why don't we jump into it? Um, okay, I had some things to complain about you or to you about. Oh, yeah, I, here, here's the number one thing, okay? okay. Oh, you're mad at you me re- that I'm wasting content. Yeah, you really butchered something because you, you dropped uh, a great tweet, an emoji animal ranking of the 50 best animals. Yeah. And, I mean, the animal tournament would have been <laughs> multiple weeks of non-football content. Like, you can't just, can't just tweet it out. We've been working on that story for years. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. <laughs> um, it, it, like we could still do it I, you know we just need more guests like what if we got like 
I think uh, Sean Falconer's wife is a zookeeper. I don't see. I don't know oh, if a zookeeper wow. would would. I don't know if a zookeeper would agree to be part of this. Yeah, it would be like when our uh, lexicologist was like offended that we were like insulting flags. Right. They loved all flags too much. They were like their children. Maybe yeah. it's is that guy Mike who. Um, who went to Minneapolis and was at the Seinfeld show. Is he also, he might also be a zookeeper. Maybe I'm hallucinating. Yeah, I don't know how many zookeepers we have in the world. I think there are two. I think there are two. So maybe like if we get a real zoo expert um, that we could, we could still do it. It, it, We might just need like multiple votes now because people sort of know your vote. So, and I know if it was me. That was very back of the envelope. I mean, everyone knows that elephants are my favorite animal and, you know, I'm ride or die for the elephants. But yeah. Everyone knows that? Yeah, I didn't I've, know that. I've been pro elephant my whole life. I've always elephants have always been my favorite animals. I, I could talk about elephants for we could do we could do it all elephant like month, and I could give, give you me like, one minute right now on elephants. Okay, so elephants are the only animals other than humans that have a a, a ceremony around death. So a, elephants will bury their dead uh, in a manner of speaking. Obviously, they're not you know holding shovels and digging six feet into the ground. And if they did, it wouldn't be uh, you know deep enough to cover the elephant anyway. And then what elephants will do is elephants travel thousands of miles, uh, you know, in their sojourns. But every single year, they will stop on the yurt site, on the anniversary. And how they do this, I have no idea. I guess they have a solar thing in their brain. On the anniversary of the death of their elephant matriarch or whatever, they will stop at the spot where they buried that elephant to mourn that elephant. So they visit so the they travel like the They'll site. travel weeks just to just to get there. So I don't know if they're going just for like I I, I assume it's just on the way. Like they, they travel back and forth because they just have you know wherever they go on. A, I don't know. But there's a lot there's a lot about elephants. Go watch some elephant documentaries on uh, on Netflix. Watch it with your kids. Watch it you know if you're in college. Don't watch it however you want. But you'll enjoy it no matter mm-hmm. what. Elephants are the best. And unfortunately, the Republican Party sort of hijacked the image of the elephant in America, and you know now it's perceived as some fat cat. And you know that's not what an elephant is. What is your perception of the donkey? The donkey, you know, is hardworking and stubborn. Why? Because politically, you're saying? Yeah. First of all, I don't like how New Yorkers call donkeys donkeys. It's an O. There's no U in it. Donkey. Why do you say donkey? I kind of said donkey. It's donkey. 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 Donkey Kong, not Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's not Donkey Kong. I agree. Yeah, that Donkey okay. Kong would be if Donkey Kong, like, <laughs> played NBA Jam. That would be sweet. I'm oh, sure there was a basketball Kong. game. That oh, I see what you're saying. So a, a, a donkey that dunks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So well, how about that's Air not a Bud, bad idea. Airbud point animal. two, Air Donkey. Yo, know, like, what if you couldn't get the license to NBA players, but you wanted to make an NBA Jam style game? So you just like, what are properties? Well, giraffes I- are obviously playing center and defensively, or just yeah. But like, know. what are IPs that people like? Like, I think animals would be great. So yeah, yeah giraffes would be good, but I don't know if giraffes would have outside. It would, the giraffes would be like 1970s centers. I don't think they'd have. And also, Outside like, crowd. they don't have the arms, so they're blocking shots with their head, I guess, like header style, like soccer. They're going to have to get a lot of concussions. So and what draft, animal would be the big... best? I, like, a monkey could probably just take the ball and jump and dunk. Yeah, I mean, th- some kind of primate. I don't, I don't know my primates well enough. So Jen's favorite animal is the orangutan. She loves orangutans. Google image search orangutan babies. Orangutan babies look like human babies, but much cuter. Human babies aren't so cute. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Human, no offense to your baby, who I don't really know what they look like, even though I've been seeing it for like three weeks on Zoom. Yeah, um, uh, it looks like a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the yeah, so I, I'm trying to like a lion would be great defensively, but I think would have no use on offense. Well, the female lion, because the male lion is famously, you know, it's the Akiva of animals. It just sits around, calls itself the king and does nothing. I call myself the king. <laughs> well, I guess you're am I the king. Well, if you're if you're the father of the queen of the class, doesn't that make you How, the king? We know. talked about this on um, New Girl, Old Girl, Old Guy podcast. <laughs> New, New Girl, Old Guy. Alley. 
We have but, to insult um, Ali on every episode of this podcast now. The it's um, safe because it's a Houston Texans preview uh, titled episode, so there's a zero percent chance she ever listens to this. But wait, so um, we we talked about it, but the uh, who the who the top dog is? Who's the top dog of this podcast? Oh, she said me, right? She said, well, she doesn't. She's not like a yeah, I mean, listener to this it podcast. It I mean, it, how are you defining top dog? I think that's for each person to find. We might have to put up a poll. Maybe we'll put up a poll in the yeah. In the in the Facebook, I think group. you have the loyalty of more of the listeners for sure. Yeah, and I did start the podcast. Like the yeah. part, podcast was my idea. Yeah, but I, I I really carry the load. Uh, you know, I would say that I am to you on this podcast as you are to Rob on Renap. It's like Renap, like Rob started it, and Rob is bringing in more of the listeners. Mm-hmm. But you're carrying much more of the heavy lifting. Rob's just sort of showing up. Except, except not really, because Rob still has to like pay people on the back end to you yeah, know, put yeah, up except, yeah, that's true. Except that all the stuff. stuff that I do on this podcast, you don't do on that podcast, either, right? So. I don't. <laughs> right, I do the pre prep, which in theory sometimes I do on this podcast too. Yeah. So really, I'm more the me of, of, of all your podcasts. The yeah. only difference is that on 32 fans, like usually only one of us will be motivated over the last few years mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Now we're both maybe because you had a kid, you're like looking for stuff not to do, or you're just bored at home. Like we're we've both been relatively motivated. But it, if you remember, the, once we got past the 32, like that first year, I was like sleeping on the podcast. Then there were years where you were like, I don't care. Just like pick a topic. But now we're both we're in the weird spot where we're both sort of into it. Um, yeah, but also, it like if I quit, if I quit the podcast, you could do it without me. But if you quit, I mean, I'd have to I would, in theory, if I could find another Chester. Well, you, uh, yeah, and I'd have to find another Akiva. So what's the difference there? But anybody could be the Akiva is what I'm saying. <laughs> Like well, maybe I, think, I don't think one man worse, could fill, I don't think one man could fill your shoes. I think we would need I think it could be a combo of different people playing different roles, right? Uh, can you can you uh can you drop uh since you you know almost compliment me? Can you drop what my wife said right before we uh we went on air? Well, why don't you say it? <laughs> well, I they my daughter Well, first of all, so I don't understand what the problem is with the pink charger. They were they were just teasing me because I have my oh, daughter's okay. charger. Okay, yeah. It's like a it's like a electric pink charger, so they're like cute charger. I'm like, listen, I'm comfortable with who I am. <laughs> um, and, and my wife said, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but really, it's a joke on her because she's the one who married you. So, Oh, she knows. The joke yeah. is on her every single yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Well yeah. aware. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to hear that. Yeah. It's been a, her so, whole life is like being Yeah, on exactly. Yeah, she's 15 years into a long joke that she's the loser of. So, mm-hmm. To be fair, um, she knew from day one. So, what, yeah. <laughs> so it's, just a, it's, a, it's a testament to her commitment, really. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so so Mary is to you as I am to like the AYFFL. Like I want, I, I don't really like it. I'm annoyed that it, it's it's just a yeah. burden on. But you me. also have to like run it. Like it wouldn't exist without you. You don't yeah. want it to exist. Yeah, exactly, but you sort of exactly. But I commit endless hours to it, and it, it is my life. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Can we, should we talk a little bit of Houston Texans? We we started and then we transitioned quickly to animals, and I don't even know what we've been talking about for the last ten minutes. Frankly, probably most of our listeners prefer the last 10 minutes to the next. Yeah. Episode. Okay. So you, I, let's start with Deshaun. Where do you have Deshaun ranked coming into the season? <sighs> okay. So Deshaun Watson is a tough guy because he has the ability to look as good as Patrick Mahomes. And in those seven games, his rookie year, I mean, that's basically what he was. But he he's lacks- never, right, he's never reached that where, oh my God, every pass is a 65 yard bomb to Will Fuller. He has never reached that height again. Well, and to he's, be fair, he had eight interceptions in like seven games. So let's not, I think. But like, he was also like, this 2017 Deshaun was like the most exciting deep passer we've ever seen. Yeah, but my issue with him is both on a play-to-play basis and on a game-to-game basis, he lacks the consistency of the top quarterbacks in the league. And that's what keeps him in the tier B uh, closer to guys like, you know, Cousins and Wentz than to guys like Wilson and Mahomes because his ceiling is clearly higher than the Cousins-Wentzes of the world, but 
when you would sort of average out his performance, I just think that you're not getting, so let's talk about where, where I've had him ranked the last few years since you asked. So last year I had him ranked number nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, two spots behind uh, Kirk Cousins, who I just mentioned. Um, and obviously, you know, way behind, you know, uh, Mahomes and Russell Wilson and guys like that. His, um, his CQBR plus last year was 110.2. So he was 10% better than the average quarterback. 110.2 is good. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was 108.8. So he was basically Jimmy Garoppolo. Derek Carr was 112.6. He was worse statistically than Derek Carr last year. Uh, part of that is, you know, a lot of interceptions. And, um, and also, frankly, he, he, had a, he had seven rushing touchdowns, probably a little bit unsustainable. So last year, he was the ninth best quarterback for me, 10% above average. Uh, in 2018, the year before, he was the eighth best quarterback, 9% above average. So basically around the same place. Uh, again, he was, in, he was in the class of Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Jared Goff, uh, uh, Tom Brady, who didn't have the greatest season in 2018. Uh, 2017 is the year that he only plays uh, seven games, as we said. That year, in his rookie year, he was 20% above average. So that year was his best year. Of course, it was only half a year. Um, so he's been the eighth and ninth best quarterback each of the last two years. But I think clearly, uh, unlike the guys who are ranked sort of similarly to him, Garoppolo or Cousins or Stafford, whatever you want to talk about, he has the much higher ceiling than any of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, more than Cousins? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, but, that's, but I'm saying, but when you look at the actual cumulative output of his performance – He's not better than those guys just because he has. So the question is, uh, you know, can he sort of maintain the consistency that we see uh, in his best performances? And I don't know what the reason is he doesn't. Is it a scheming issue? Is it a maturity issue? Is I mean, a- obviously, the ultimate answer is like we need to see him have one year with like a better coach than Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Bill O'Brien, Bill like, O'Brien has, is a good offensive coach. Though. I know. I understand. But I think we need to see growth with a second coach. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand how Bill O'Brien has lasted as long as he has there. I think it's because when you have talent, like, you know, like your J.J. Watson, your Deshaun Watsons, your team is going to be dragged to 9-7 and seven every year. Absolutely. So it's, it's hard to fire the guy. The Titans actually deserve credit. They went 9-7, and 9-7, 9-7, and, seven, nine and seven. they fired their coach. It's They're really easy to go 9-7 and seven with a good quarterback. Like, you look, Especially like in a garbage division. And, nine last and let's year. be honest, this yeah. has been, basically since Peyton Manning left, this has been a garbage division. You know, even when the Colts went 11-5. And, five, and it, not, this is as bad as it's been. I mean, unless the Titans repeat from what they were last year, this is, uh, this is a bottom two division with the AFC East. This division stinks. Like, you lost Andrew Luck. Yeah. The Jaguars have the worst QB situation in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, know, the, the, yeah, the, the Jaguars are going two and four. Philip Rivers might everyone be else in this division close. is basically a nine and seventeen. Yeah, Philip Rivers like might be completely shot. Yeah. Bob, um, so this is Bob's seventh season. Okay, mm-hmm. he went nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, four and twelve, eleven and five, ten and six. He's made the playoffs four out of six years. I think, given the fact that this team's history in their first decade was just absolute putridity, is that a word? I think it's hard yeah. for them to fire him. But the reality is, if you're going on year seven and you have not even made a conference championship game, right? I mean, they've won a first round playoff game a couple of times and then got killed the next round. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, I think it's time to, uh, to move on. And I would say, you know, we've talked about what each coach is over under is to keep his job. With this team, it's hard to know just because, you know, they've kept him around for, for six years already without, you know, a deep playoff run. But, you know, again, last year they had a negative scoring differential. They went 10 and 6. Uh, they won a playoff game, but they were not a very good team. They benefited really from being in an awful division. Uh, they, they, they've had a negative scoring differential three of the last four years. So even though they made the playoffs three of the last four years, a little bit of that was luck, and a lot of that was being in a terrible division. A little of that was luck in the sense yeah. that, yes, the best player in the division. Yes, left. yes, that was luck. So, well, let's put it this way. So this team's over under 7.5, which surprisingly low considering they've won 11 and 10 games the last couple of years. I, I don't know if it's just negative energy after the Nook trade or what. 
what would you say uh, Bill O'Brien's over-under is to keep his job? I think if they lose, let's say they go 9-7 and seven or 10-6 and six and lose a first-round playoff game. So a typical I, I, Houston year, you're saying? Yeah, I think he gets fired, which is why, one of the reasons why at that point. You have to ask yourself that question so if you're an owner. This is the put-up-or-shut-up year, you're saying? Yeah, but, but no, last year was the put-up-or-shut-up year. This is like the post-put-up-or-shut-up year. You have to ask yourself that question beforehand as an owner, right? Yeah. Like, wh- what do we need to do? And if the answer is that we need to like go from a playoff team to a team that wins at least one playoff game, you shouldn't bring the guy back. Now, I know it's a weird year to like find a rookie co- coach, and maybe this wasn't the most exciting year on the, on the coaching market. I don't know. But, it's a tough year to implement a new system. You know, without, well, without, I don't even mean that because nobody yeah, yeah. would in January wouldn't have known about, about this, the yeah. pandemic. But I just mean like I don't know what the, if college coaches were leaving. It, it didn't seem like a, a particularly exciting uh, rookie coaching class. I, I don't know. I, I, like I, if they go – if they win the division – and then let's say they're the four seed, and then they win that four or five matchup, and they go to Casey or Baltimore and lose 38 to 20. Does he keep his job? I don't know. I mean, you're asking me if he should, I would say he shouldn't. When, when Are you he, saying if he will? I have no idea. Yes. He should. I've been surprised I, but, he's kept it the last couple of years. He keeps getting chances. I think after he chance. will. I think, the I, I think he should have been fired as the GM at the very minimum, right? Let him coach. I just don't know if you could fire him as the GM and still keep Why? Him. They do that all the time. They say, I don't know. You know, the Nook trade was just so incomprehensible, and it just gets worse and worse as time goes on. The implication right after the trade, O'Brien implied that, you know, that Hopkins was some very dangerous guy off the field and that there were some secrets that was going to drop. Nothing dropped. The only thing that dropped is that he's an elite wide receiver, and you traded him for David Johnson, who's literally a negative in 2020 because of that contract. And then you went and spent the money that you didn't want to spend on Nook, and you gave $19 million guaranteed to Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is a average at best third slash slot wide receiver on the downside of his career. It's just insane. And it sucks because, again, we want to see Deshaun Watson play like an MVP. And with Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, who they also brought in, you know, and Kenny Stills. Yeah, Cobb, right. Cobb got that contract and he's immediately wide receiver three. Right, because yeah. I think Fuller and Cooks are better. It is a very unusual group. Well, I mean, of Cooks watchers. can't stay on the field, and he also can't stay on it. it, it oh yeah, I mean, he must be just a nightmare behind the scenes because he's still very talented, and the and amount of teams that have given up on him every single every year. He's a productive we've never, outside, yeah, he's we've a productive never seen, though. we've never, yeah, we've never seen a a receiver that good switch teams every single season. Like By the way, well, uh, Brandon Marshall, I would say. Uh, towards the end of his career, but like Marshall stayed. And, well, to towards the end of his career, but Brandon Marshall to me is a Hall of Famer. But Cooks is and, like twenty six, and he's on his fourth I don't think Brandon team. Marshall makes the Hall of Fame because I just—it's one of those tough things. It's almost like Kevin Brown in baseball when you don't have a team to be identified with. What are you gonna identify Brandon Marshall with the Jay Cutler Broncos? Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but yeah. So, but so yeah, Cooks. Think of the quarterbacks he's played with. He went from Drew Brees to Tom Brady to to Goff slash McVay. And now Watson. So he's uh, really lucked out with the quarterbacks he's played for, I think. Um, y- yes. I don't, I mean, listen, I, if the receiving core is still a strength, ironically, even without Brandon Marshall. Yeah. With, yeah. The, without, although uh, the tight end situation is yeah, not great. Hopkins. Fells, Jordan Thomas, that's mm. not, that's not so good. Yeah. They all, I'd say Fells, Jordan Akins, and Jordan Thomas combined are like one real boy. Real but is end. the, yeah, is the David Johnson, Duke Johnson duo, an um, average NFL running dude. Okay, so Duke Johnson is, is a good running back, and, and I, could, I would argue he might even be their best receiver. I mean, Fuller down the field, obviously, but Duke Johnson is a very dynamic receiver coming out of the yes. backfield. Mm-hmm. He, can't, you know, he, he can't touch the ball 20 times a game. I guess that's what they're going to do with David Johnson. But David Johnson, who was a superstar, certainly a fantasy superstar in 2016, he's been a below-average NFL player since then. He's, like, barely in the league. So I don't know. I, I guess their plan is to give him the ball 15 times a game on first and second down. I don't know. 
But, you know, I think that they're more dynamic. I think in the two-minute offense, you bring Duke Johnson in, they're a better team. But, you know, he just doesn't have the body to, uh, to play every down. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with, with David Johnson. But, yeah, but I like all the receivers. Kenny, Kenny Stills, another solid guy on the outside. Uh, Cowboy said five to the slot. Kiki Cote, he's a, you know, he's a fantasy sleeper every August. Never yeah, there are very up. few teams that have as many um, – that have as many – Yeah. They have, have as many, like, names you've heard of, really. They drafted yeah. a guy, Coulter. So they have um, – they, they do have a lot of depth, that receiver. Um, what about the line? So Laramie Tunsil they trade for last year. He's not a star. He's getting paid like a star, but he's a good left tackle. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Their offensive line was so bad. So they, they did not have a lot of draft picks this year. They spent a lot of draft capital on the offensive line. Tunsil, he's not good, but he was still a massive improvement of what they had before. But he also led the league with 20 penalties. So, yeah, he, he definitely has flaws. Um, you know, the pass protection is decent. I think Deshaun Watson, I read, holds the ball longer than any quarterback in the NFL. So yeah. th- they need to have a better than decent pass protection. Um, now, Watson also obviously can run and can make plays with his legs. But, and their run blocking is weak. And if, you're, and if you have David Johnson, who can't even get to four yards of carry, and Duke Johnson, who's more of a shifty third-down type guy, it's not great when you can't really uh, run block. So I, I don't love their offensive line at all. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the tight ends, why, like I sort of poo-pooed, have looked really good in training camp. They say Thomas and um, and uh, Jordan Atkins, who are, you know, who's uh, probably going to make who's going to make the team. Are you saying both as Jordans. blockers or as receivers? They've looked good. Like they've looked. I think um, uh, Thomas lost a ton of weight. Fails is is really more of a blocker, but that, it's not a terrible room. It's not exciting. But remember, there's also only like five good tight ends in the NFL right now. Yeah. Like once you, I mean, you look at like fantasy, like once you get past five or six. Yeah, but that's been true literally always. So Uh, there was a point like three years ago, maybe five years ago, where there was like, there was one year where there was like actually one good player, like not getting drafted, like in a 10 team league. Yeah, that's why that was the year that my league switched to make the wide receiver three spot, a wide receiver slash tight end spot. Uh, Yeah. And I made your brother do that, but it took him like two years. Yeah. uh, Angry Um, text coming from him. So. All right, so let's go to the defense for a second. So, you know, the big question here is, can J.J. Watt still be the god that he once was? Last year, in eight games, he had 52 pressures, which was on pace, would have led the whole league. And then, but of course, he was felled by yet another injury. And it just, it's injury after injury after injury with this guy. And at what point do they start to catch up with him? And I, I hope it's not the case. Again, last year was a bounce back year. He was great. But he's also 31 years old now. Right. Even if he wasn't hurt, this could be the time where he was, where he was sort of slipping. Now, defensive linemen sometimes age well. He didn't yeah. slip. He cannot stay on the field anymore. I mean, let's read his games played the last four years uh, yeah. going f- from 2019 backwards. Eight, 16, five, three. So that's not great, right? He's missed basically two entire seasons. He's played 50% of his team's games over the last four years. And that's very concerning, I think. Uh, yeah. So what else? So they lose DJ Reader. They, yeah. uh, that's I a mean, big hole. They, they, big they, hole. It's one of the round... only losses on the team in the non-Hopkins. Division. Yeah. So their second round pick is Ross uh, Blacklock. I guess he's supposed to to fill in for him. Or mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, look at the depth chart. They don't yeah, right now. They have him behind that. Brandon Dunn. But I I think Blacklock. I assume is the intended uh, replacement for Reader. Um. Yeah. Whit- I think Whitney he... Merciless used to be good. Now he's just another guy. I think. Um. Yeah. Mer- Merciless is is a more of an edge guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zach Cunningham, not so exciting. Bernard McKin- Bernard McKinry and Bernard Drick, excuse me. McKinney. It's a hard name. Yeah. He they're, always they're, seems like he's getting burnt when you watch. The text. Well, that's the thing. They're good against the run McKinney and Cunningham, but they're terrible in coverage. But so, you know, yeah. that's is terrible at coverage. The cornerbacks. 
Yeah, the biggest Conley, one on this team by far. It sucks. Their secondary. Yeah, Conley is- like was exciting on the Raiders. I thought it'd be really good, and then he sucked, and now he's been even worse with them. Yeah, Jonathan um, Joseph gone. Deshaun Gibson gone. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph is another loss. Um, uh, Vernon Hargreaves, another guy who uh, people were super excited about, and just gets torched constantly if he could stay on the field. Yeah. No, their secondary is very bad, and we we've talked about a lot of teams with bad secondaries, but this is definitely one of them. Um, yeah, so I guess the question is, if J.J. Watt can get another 20 sacks and just constantly be in the backfield, that can make up for a lot of that. If you told me Watt was going to play like three games this year again, I think I'd say that they missed the playoffs. Well, if he plays three games, yeah, that's the year they went 4-12, and 12, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. I think if he doesn't play, like, but there's only like two or three defensive players in the league you could say that for that are worth... Yeah, but he and... played eight games last year, and they still went 10-6. and six. Again, they weren't a real 10-6 and six team, but they did go 10-6, and six, so... I mean, why, why don't we play a little bit of schedule game and see? By the way, speaking of Watt for a second, yeah. I have to say, I'm usually a big Hard Knocks guy, and we usually talk about Hard Knocks. Mm. I have not seen uh, any Hard Knocks this year. Me neither. First time ever. N- and nobody's talking about it. Like, I, I was thinking, like, oh, because I'll go you're back. you're just I watching do- people watching Zooms, right? That's boring as all hell, isn't it? Is it just Zooms? I, I'll check out an episode. I don't know what it is. but like, I mean, you not- were saying, like, uh, there was great footage of Aaron Donald just absolutely, like, making the, the offensive line look like high schoolers and just getting to the quarterback you know, in a split second on every place. So that might be interesting. Wait, it's the Rams? I didn't know it was the Rams. It's the Rams and the Chargers. Oh, it's the double L.A. They did both L.A. teams. I thought it was the Chargers. Okay, all right. No, it's both teams. So I do want to see it. You know what? Uh, Maybe I'll watch it tonight and we'll discuss it. I love it. watching. I mean, I, like, I love watching, like, the small-time player. Is he going to get cut? Is he not? And then following them through the league. Yeah, but you got to see their performance in the preseason games. You know, you don't get to see me that now. Right. That's the only thing. I, I've said this, but like the preseason to me is a little like they show so much of those games. And even though they're very well cut by NFL films, uh, it, like you only really care about the fourth quarter. Like I don't care how Jared Goff looks in the preseason, you know. But um, yeah, those guys like not getting to go to the game and watching their wife watch them in the, you know, their girlfriend watch them in the uh, in the stands, like nervous on every play because every play could be the difference between them having like a six year career and getting cut. Yeah, that stuff's exciting. And I hope they, we get to watch them get cut. I don't know what kind of access there is. So I will maybe binge it before the first ep- the last episode next week. Right now, I think. Yeah, it's more important to watch it on a weekly basis in a regular season because you're watching it after each preseason game. But now, yeah, I think you can binge the whole thing in, in two nights. But I didn't see one. I didn't see one person talk about it. Yeah, like I haven't seen I didn't see a tweet about it in, in any of our groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's been hard. Nice. All right. You want to do the schedule game? Yeah. You don't want to play the roster game with me? You could ask me a guy on the roster. No, I don't care about that. People loved when I asked you the roster game. Yeah. Um, I'm joking. That episode is not aired, and I'm sure nobody loved it. Oh, I don't even know when that was. I forget. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I think it was, I think it was a recent episode. Yeah. Also, we, we still have all these tech problems on the podcast. Very frustrating. Um, we hired a guy who mm-hmm. I, was told, I was told by the guy who told me to hire this guy. Hire him. Uh, he'll solve the problem in one day and all your problems will be solved. And it's been a week later and none of the problems have been solved yet. So in fact, we have more problems now. So, <laughs> but he's trying, he's, he's giving his effort. So you got to appreciate that. Yes. We're uh, um, in, in half the feeds on the internet, but not in the other half. Yeah. I don't know. In our like busiest time we've ever done the podcast. Yeah. We just post them like... to the, I, maybe we should just post some of them, especially like the good ones to the patron feed for right now. Like the free, well, listen, they're all posted online. Like, they're all, if you go to ElitePhantasySports.com. True. I guess once you're doing that, you, yeah, but you can, you can see can every episode and you can download it. It's a one-click download and then you can play it in any podcast app you want. I know, but people are very, and I know I'm like this, I'm very particular with how I listen to podcasts. Like, yeah. I love Hollywood Handbook and they have a second episode each week that's on Stitcher Premium. Mm-hmm. And it's a Stitcher very, at all, by the way. Yeah, it's a very specific scenario where I'll listen to that podcast. It's only a half hour. It's like a bonus half hour. Yeah. Because... 
like I don't, I, it doesn't, it, it's like five steps to download. To, uh, I listen to podcasts on an iPod because I'm an old man. And it's like five steps to download to that or to my computer. So it's very rare that I'll like, I'll have to binge them. Yeah. Um, so people are very much creatures of habit. That's why I think some uh, people I agree, are not listening. Yeah. Some people are not listening to podcasts at all during the pandemic just because they're, they listen to them either at their desk on a at, commute or, or, yeah. or, or, or more likely in their car or on a, on a public transit commute. Yeah. So, although it does, it doesn't seem like I wouldn't imagine, we never look at numbers. Like there's probably more people listening who wouldn't normally listen out of boredom because they can't leave their house and haven't been able to see their friends. So, so. I, I can tell you our numbers in July, I was told, I didn't check, but I was told by the, the one of the, by Eric that they were extremely strong. Wow. So, so we get ads for this podcast. Someone did say, if we get ads, they're out. I'm like, all right, <laughs> if you guys have any, any stench of success, everyone's yeah. going to, everyone's <laughs> going to bail on us. We, we, we were offered once, was it last year, two years ago, that, that fantasy gambling site? Yeah, we should have done it. No. I, I don't no, think I, that gambling site still exists, to be honest. Yeah. I, and yeah, I, we would have had to pitch our What I told you at the time is, if a product I'm already using anyways wants to give me money, right? If Netflix wants to say, hey, uh, here's some mm-hmm. money to talk about us, yes. then I would do that. But right. if it's a product I'm not using, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's not enough money to make it worth it for me, right? But it's not lying if, if we would use it. Like, if it was a gambling mm-hmm. site, we're like, all right, we'll put our money in there. Like, well, you don't we'll try use, it. Let's say you, yeah, like, you don't yeah. use, let's say you're a DraftKings guy and FanDuel offers yeah. money. Yeah. I'd be willing to do it. Yeah. I would say, I would say, if you give me, you know, the, obviously I would sell out at a certain point, but I assume for the amount of money that you would get for a podcast ad, what are we going to get? Like $5? I don't even know how it works. No, you so, don't get five. Nobody offers you $5. That's not worth anybody's time. Isn't it per click or per whatever? Oh, no. That, oh, yeah, well, that one was different because that it's one like was like- It's like two cents a, a click or whatever. Something no, like that, that one was like for everyone who signs up to their yeah. site initially will get X dollars. But it was, it was not five cents. It was, it was, let's say, $50 or $20 or something. Yeah, so um, we should have done it, you're saying. Big mistake. We should have sold out. No, but I'm just, but like, then if you have a real ad, then it's, I think, bare minimum, probably a few hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. We've never had an ad. We probably never will. All right. So who's playing schedule game here? Um, you ask me. Okay. All right. So uh, the Thursday night game, the first game of the season, will be Houston against Kansas City. Against means at home? At Kansas City. Sorry. Houston. Okay. Of course. Yeah, they're hosting Kansas the, yeah, champs. the champs. Yeah. Uh, so Houston's definitely going to lose that game. Okay. And honestly, right. the, I do think the champs have lost a couple times recently mm. at home. The, this but first I'll four say weeks. 38 28 KC. The first four weeks are very tough. The next week, they play Baltimore. Uh, the two best teams in the NFL. Mm. Yeah. Another loss. Okay. Uh, and by that, the way, I, there's a very good chance they'll be 1 1 after those two games. Yeah, so. oh, that'd be pretty good. All right. Next week, after after they're 2 0, then people will be, they'll be, if there was a Sports Illustrated still, they'd be on the cover of it. What's the third game? At Pittsburgh. Ridiculous. That could be the third best team in the AFC. <laughs> um, another loss. 0-3. Okay. And then uh, week four, Minnesota. I'll say win. It's kind of a must win if they're 0-3. That's a must win. Yeah. It, yeah. And now Watt's gone. What's it? Literally. I don't know. Are we going to get an early bomb from Dr. Jen? <laughs> yeah. We're getting early bombed. All right. Uh, so we're 2-3 and three at Tennessee week six. We're not 2-3. and three. They're, yeah, they're they one and three. three. They lost three in a row. They beat Minnesota. Oh, they beat. Oh, did they, oh, did you not say they beat Jacksonville? They're beating Jacksonville. No, they beat Jacksonville. You didn't ask me. Yeah. Okay. Two and three at Tennessee. Win. Oh, in Tennessee, big win. Three and three, and then Green Bay before the bye, at home. Win. Okay, so four and three, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, beating Minnesota, Green Bay, and at Tennessee, those are some pretty impressive. It's a ridiculous wins. schedule to start. Yeah. That seven uh, playoff teams, six playoff teams from last year in the Jaguars, basically. Yeah, the second half is so much easier, though. So if they're okay. four and three, they're looking good. After the bye at Jacksonville? Um, I'll say sweep. Okay, so five and three at Cleveland? Win. 
Six and three, New England at home. Um, I'll say loss. All right, six and four at Detroit. I don't know why we used to talk about used to Detroit games as like we would look forward to them. If you remember, like three years ago, no, on this I podcast. don't remember. I never said that. That's a lot. We did. It was like number one on my game rankings. One so year. they would have played three years ago. They only would have played four years. Ago. It was four years ago. It was four yeah. years ago. It was the. It was. It was the. The second There's year. There's no way podcast. that's possible. We did. I think I had a number Watson. one in my pregame rankings. I was excited. I don't know why about Houston versus Detroit. No, go look at the 2016 uh, Texans and, and Lions. That can't be. It's true. All right, what's happening? Um, in Detroit? W- it's on Thanksgiving. Have... It's it's the early Thanksgiving game. It's Detroit. is locked okay. at Detroit's going to win. Okay, so six and five at home against Indy. Win. All right, seven and five at Chicago. Win. I hate eight Chicago. and five, and then at Indy. Two Indy games in two weeks. They're not going right. to sweep. Uh, Eight and six, whole. and then they end at home against Cincy and Tennessee. Win, and then uh, that could be for the division or something. Mm-hmm. I'll say, I mean, someone has to win that division if I don't like Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I'll say them. I'll say 10 and six. Jeez. So 10 and six. Wow, yeah. So I'm definitely not going to 10 But and I six. gave them the Minnesota win, and now. <laughs>